It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today, um, whether you're tuning in live or on, on the live streams or the recordings, or you're hearing a rebroadcast, or you're catching the replay on talkradio.nyc. I appreciate each and every one of you. Um, thank you for tuning in. Um, I hope you had a chance to catch my show last week. It was one of those uh, me-only shows. I had no guests last week, um, and uh, I just kind of talked about a pretty important topic, and that's our relationship with money. So if you haven't had a chance to to listen to that yet, make sure you go to Talk Radio and, and check it out. All right, so let's get started, as we always do, with this little section from my book, Everyday Awakening. Uh, which, of course, you can always find at www.everydayawakeningbook.com. This section this week is entitled, We Are So Much More Than the Sum of Our Parts. We have a heart, a head, a spirit, and a body, yet we are more than our heart, head, spirit, or body. And it makes a huge difference. When challenges show up, we could respond using only one or two of these aspects of our beings, of our being, or all four. We can try to think it through. We can meditate and pray on it until inspiration comes. We can look to our heart and seek connection and community with the people we know, like, and trust. We can rely on our body to take the physical actions necessary. We are not limited in how we respond. It never has to be one way over another or to the exclusion of the others. We are much more than the sum of our parts. Indeed, when we call upon all of ourselves, our heart, our mind, our body, and our spirit, we can show up more fully to the challenge by bringing the fullness of our being to meet the challenges and the opportunities of our life. Life gets better. Our relationships get better. Our businesses get better. Our health gets better. We blossom and we grow. So why would we ever limit ourselves to being less than we are. Yes, we are a heart, mind, body, and spirit. And we are also so much more. 
are you bringing all of yourself to your challenges in your life? So I wrote this section probably around seven, eight years ago after I started doing the ceremonial work that I do. And and I really started to um, integrate this filter of, of heart, mind, body, and spirit. Because so much I see, well, the first thing I see is, is just in, in Western civilization, we're all about the mind. We're always trying to think our way out of things. We're trying to figure out solutions. It's all about using our intellect. And yes, our mind is is an amazing, amazing tool. But it's only one of our gifts. And, And when I really started to see the more complete picture and sort of using this filter and, and, you know, I use sort of the four archetypal elements that go with each of these aspects. And it really started to resonate on a very deep level with me that I realized, you know, so much we we tend to, everybody has, uh, let's say, a primary aspect of themselves they lean on. You know, for people who are very intellectual, it's the mind. For people who are very emotional, it's the heart. For people who are very physical, it's the body. For people who are, are, are very connected to spirit, it, it, it's spirit, very spiritual. And the thing is, we don't have to limit ourselves to just one of these aspects. We have all of them. We have access to all of these aspects of ourselves. And so I, I kind of wrote this section as just a reminder that we don't have to only use one piece of ourselves and indeed when we call upon all of ourselves we're so much more than all of it put together that when we understand that you know sometimes we need to dig into the details and we need to get to work on something and we need to get really physical like going to the gym or, or doing errands fixing things around the house going shopping like, yeah, that's when we want to be in our body, but we're not just the body. And and when we feel lonely or we want to connect with people or even we're doing business and we want to connect with potential customers or vendors or we're talking with strategic partners and joint venture people, we want to be in our heart. I mean, that's how we connect with others is with our heart. And look, this is not to say that we shouldn't use our mind. Our mind is an amazing thing. When we do meet with certain kinds of challenges, we do need to figure things out. We do need to use the mind. You know, if we're working on a business plan or a budget or, or I mean, there are just so many things that, yes, we use the mind, but we're not just a mind. We're not just our intellect. And there are some very spiritual people out there and they're wonderful, but they're all up in spirit and and they're so up in spirit that they're not even grounded, but, but spirit is tremendous. It's our inspiration. It's our connection to the rest of the universe. It's, it's that ask that greater aspect of ourselves that when we feel like we're being faced with uh, challenges that are way beyond our capability, like that's when spirit comes in and, and we're able to, meet that challenge in ways we never even thought possible. 
And when we bring all four of these aspects together in our consciousness, then we're a force of nature. Then we're beyond anything that, that we've ever imagined. And so we're much more than any of our individual pieces. And we don't have to limit ourselves. And who knows, maybe in the future, there'll be a, a fifth element or, or, or a fifth aspect that, that'll come to be um, that, that's not integrated into my, my, my uh, filters yet. But when we bring all of our being, when we show up in presence with people, there's real magic we can make in life. You know, someone once asked the um, creator of the lineage that I follow, oh, from doing this work, does life get better? And he said, no, but you do. And that when I heard that, I just thought, oh, like such wisdom in that. Because life is life. No one can ever guarantee that life gets better. But when we do that deep inner work, when we're doing that, self-exploration when we're facing our challenges and really coming into our own we get better and so when we get better then we're better able to handle the things that life brings us i'm, I'm a big believer that life doesn't bring us anything we can't handle um and so the more we're able to handle the more that comes to us but I believe like that's so true for doing any of this sort of deep inner spiritual personal work. It's not that life gets better, but we get better. And how do we get better? We get better because we're more able to call upon all different aspects of ourselves. And then we show up as more fully human beings who are capable of so much more, so much more than we give ourselves credit for so much more than we truly imagine in our lives. All right. So that's my section of, of my book. The section is entitled, we are so much more than the sum of our parts. And that's from my book, everyday awakening, uh, which of course is available at everydayawakeningbook.com, which again, just takes you to the Amazon listing. And if you uh, want to um, get buy it from your local bookstore, like I do, you can always ask them to order it. We're in a major distributor. All right. So now let's get on with our show. It is now my pleasure to welcome to the show, spiritual teacher, author, and uh, financial mentor, James Weeks. James is the author of Meditations Across the King's River, African-Inspired Wisdom for Life's Journey, and the producer of the upcoming documentary film, Across the King's River, Finding and Fulfilling Your Life's Purpose. James is also a Babalao? Yes. Thank you. Or priest of the Ifa spiritual tradition of West Africa and helps clients with strategies for emotional, spiritual, and financial wellness. As a journalist, James has been published in Parenting Magazine, the San Francisco Weekly, Reggae Beats, the Virgin Island Daily News, and the St. Croix Avis. I was in St. Croix last year. I love that island. 
always in demand. James has provided more than 1,500 readings, consultations to clients during the past decade. He's also a private pilot, scuba diver, a guitarist and an avid student of Forex or foreign exchange trading and cryptocurrency. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, James. Uh, thank you for uh, for having me. And, uh, you know, congratulations on all, all the work that you have been doing to elevate consciousness, uh, bring people into a deeper awareness of their own spirit and purpose. So it's an honor to be on your show. Thank you. Thank you. I, I appreciate that, James. And thank you for making the time to come on our show today. And and, and so I'm, I'm curious, um, how did you become a Babalao? And, and, and like, what, like, were you always on a very spiritual path in your life? Or was this something that developed later in life? Um, I would answer it in two ways. It was part of my destiny. But but no, it wasn't a career path that I was on. Um, growing up in the Virgin Islands, in St. Croix, where I'm from, my, my first love was airplanes, right? That was all that I care about, nothing else. Um, so I eventually got my private pilot's license. But what happened, how did I end up on this path was because I had a family crisis when my son was about 17 or 18 years old. And he he wanted to be a thug. And, and during that time, um, I reached out to someone who was from West Africa, and he gave me a spiritual reading. During that reading, he pointed out that while my son was in crisis and while my son was going through this rough time, I was meant to do something else with my life. And that led me down a series of events that took me to West Africa, that took me through a series of uh, spiritual initiations, and that led me to do the work that I, I currently do today. Oh, wow. And how did you first get in contact with this gentleman from West Africa? Oh, so when I was... um so a friend said, oh, um, this shaman is in town. He's an Ifa priest. Uh, you should get a reading. And um, there, there was so much going on in my life at, at, at that time. I didn't really want to go, but I felt like I had to go. Mm -hmm. And so the only reason why I went was I was hoping to get some insight into my son. Mm -hmm. um, and what I got was more insight into myself right. and my purpose and what he said I'm here to do. And it I felt like a cloud had been lifted. I started to look at my son as a messenger, not as a troublemaker. Um, and that just, over time, it opened up a series of doors that led me to where I am today. Ah, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, great, James. Thank you so much for, for giving our audience a little bit of that background. Mm -hmm. So that, that, oh, that's so interesting. You're originally from St. Croix. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, yes, that's a, a beautiful island. I just went there for the first time in May of last year, not this past May, the May before, and I had a wonderful time there. It's a, one people there are wonderful. Um, all right, we're going to take our first break. So when we come back, um, let's talk about sort of your path a little bit from after you've got that reading and 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 you know how did that call to you so much that you went to West Africa, got initiated? You know what what sort of let's dig in a little bit more into that journey and, and what uh, brought you to the point where you actually wrote uh, your book meditations across the King's river and what, what is the King's river and all that other good stuff. Okay. All right. 
All right, we got a lot to cover. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on talkradio.nyc, and Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. on KMET in Palm Springs, California. And we'll be right back with our guest, James Weeks, in just a moment. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with James Weeks, author of the book Meditations Across the King's River. So so from that initial reading you got from that that Ifa priest, and um and and that sort of started you in this new direction. But you know, lots of people, you know, get spiritual readings, they do practice yoga, they practice they have different spiritual practices, but they don't necessarily you know, it becomes their, their main thing in life. How did that sort of evolve? You know, and you said you, you actually went to West Africa and you got into the initiations, like what was it about this particular tradition that, that drew you in so deeply? Um, so, well, there, 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 there are two main things. One is when, when he told me bits of my future, um, One, I had this feeling like I heard this before, and to be honest, in a previous lifetime, it sounded so familiar to me. Um, and I felt like if if what this man is saying is true, if he's saying that I could be, I, I could succeed at this, then I owe it to myself to follow through. I owe it to myself to do what I must do 
Um, and so I said, well, um, let me go to Nigeria, West Africa, which is the cradle of this tradition. And then my wife suggested that I take my son with me um, so that th my elders could help him out. Right. And, and it was also a fear that if I didn't take my son, he might be dead when I came, came back. So this is how this is how dire our situation was. It wasn't just like, oh, my son is just acting up or whatever. No. This was like every day. We don't know like where our, our son is. We don't know what he's doing. There's this real fear that so much of our lives were upside down because of this trouble. And so up until the time that, that he came on that plane with me, I didn't know for a fact that he would get on that plane. That's how unstable our family life was. Um, but so we, we went to West Africa. Um, I was stressed out half the time, to be honest. Um, and while I was in West Africa, I was wondering what is life going to be like when I get back to the U S when my son gets back on these streets, what is going to happen? You know? And where were you living at the time? Uh, I live in Oakland and we still live in Oakland. So I live in Oakland. I'm from St. Croix, but live in Oakland. Okay. Um, but about a month after we came back uh, from West Africa, the psychologist who was seeing my son said, I don't know what happened in West Africa, but your son is new and improved. <laughs> um, and over the years, as I've looked at my son grow and mature, he's a different person. He's a transformed person. He's a successful, very successful businessman, um, goes out of his way to help others. He's the father of four children. So when I look at my son, I'm looking at a miracle. And so every day I'm reminded of miracles can happen mm -hmm. and they do happen. Mm -hmm. Why can't it happen for us? Right. You know, and so it, it taught me so much about faith, perseverance, uh, believing in the unseen. Um, and so when I came back from um, Nigeria, West Africa, I was still working at corporate America at that time. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I ended up working there for seven more years until I got forced out of my position. Right. And that led me down another that opened another door for me um, because I had a Facebook page and I was sharing a daily inspiration uh, to support a film project that I'm working on across the Kings River. And people started asking me, well, do you have a book? People were taking some of my daily inspirations and they were, you know, posting it on the mirror so that they could look at it. They were, you know, compiling their own books, so to speak. And that led me to put a book together so I could meet this need so that I could inspire people. So the book is, is a collection of uh, affirmations and inspirations, but also essays based on my travels and spiritual experiences, meeting people throughout the Caribbean and West Africa. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. So, so what did happen on that trip to West Africa? What was it that changed things so much for you, you, you and your son? I would say it's, it's the, the power of, of medicines, that 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 they have there i mean africa's the first continent you know so there are very very powerful things that are over there that can help you know healing uh you know on every uh, on every level um are you talking about iboga or are you talking about other medicines no various things so iboga is, is is like i think specific to one tradition i can't remember which one it is but not yeah, so much in, in, yeah. in the right right in the yoruba tradition um but what I would say is that when I look at my life over the past 10 years, 
I see how this higher plan, this higher thing, you know, like manifested. But when I was in Africa, I couldn't see the, the, the fullness of it. You know, I was still, you know, caught up in the stress and the, the worries of what's going to happen when I get back. But they told me when I left West Africa, you're going to see good things in your family. And I didn't know if they were saying that to make me feel good or if I would genuinely see good things in my family. Right. Um, but I did, you know, and so connecting to this tradition, connecting more to uh, my purpose has brought me a sense of fulfillment. Um, and it has led me to a place where I, I truly believe, I know there's no guarantee that things can get better that we can improve, you know, emotionally, spiritually, physically, financially. We can find more happiness. We can find more joy. We can find more love. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, so, so people basically through this Facebook page, like encouraged you, you know, not, not just on the film project, but to turn it into a book. Um, what is the King's River? So the King's River actually comes from a, uh, it's inspired by a proverb, a Yoruba proverb that says, um, the proverb says that if a king asks you to do something, you can't tell the king no, that you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so the proverb implies that the king has asked you to cross a river. Mm -hmm. And then the proverb goes on to say, but the, the river is, um, the river is full. And the, the, when they say the river is full, it's a, it's an implication that something could go something could go wrong you could die in the process say the rivers and then the problem ends by saying but if a king asks you to do something you can't say no so the proverb starts by saying if the king asks you to do something you can't say no you know the river is full but you can't tell the king no and so when i heard that proverb um so the the, the yorubas use that proverb when someone is at the crossroads of life you know they'll say that proverb hey well you know the king says this, you know, river is full, but you can't say no. When I first heard that proverb, I, I thought about it as a, the king as a, a higher force that's asking us to do something, mm -hmm. you know, it's spirit. And, right. Exactly. And for me, I look at, I think of the king as well, God or whatever, higher force, ancestors, wh wh whatever term you, you want to, that's asking each of us to fulfill whatever it is that we're meant to do to follow through on something. Yes, there are risks, but we have to do it. Mm. Or we, we 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 should do it. You know, and so it's that challenge, you know, and that that's where that inspiration, that's where that title comes from, the King's River. So what was the river for you? Uh, so many things. Uh one one river would be um expanding the way I saw myself because by no stretch did I think that I would ever do this, you know, or that even that I could even do this. That would be one river. Uh, just so many rivers. River number two, um, when my job at corporate America ended, um, being able to survive without ever working for someone else again, that was another river, right? Um, the third river would be um, when I got to the stage where I realized that so many people are struggling with financial issues, and I was too. And so that led me down another river of 
becoming a student of finance and teaching people or trying to attempting to mentor people about finance. And that's why I included a chapter in the book on balancing spiritual and financial growth. Mm. Because as you said earlier, when you, when you were talking about your book, you mentioned how sometimes people get so caught up in spirit that they're not grounded. Right. And so I saw finance as being a powerful tool that we must become, you know, good at, you know, and so that opened up another door. So there, for me, there've been many doors that have, that have opened and continue to open as I stay, you know, as I connect with the inspiration that I feel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, James. Um, I, I'm, I'm curious when you, you left corporate or when sort of spirit called you out of corporate, I'll say, and you started doing this at the time, did you think like this would just be sort of a, a temporary move for you? Or did you kind of feel inside like this was really going to be like the calling for the rest of your life? Um, I didn't know. I, I, I tend not to think like so, so far in advance, so to speak, I tend to be more in, well, what's in front of me at the time. Um, I would say this, uh, there were times when I, I felt like, well, I, I actually attempted to get another job and it never happened. It just like, it wouldn't happen. I would go to the interview that, that, that never happened for me. I went on several interviews, zero. And so that taught me that, well, that's not what, you know, spirit wants me to do. They want me to stay focused in this space to, to counsel others, to be of service to others. So I, I did make an attempt, well, several attempts, and that didn't happen. And so, so here I am today. And Knowing what I know and having the skills that I have, I mean, there's no way that I would consider now at this point to go, you know, seek employment somewhere else. And and how long now have you been doing this work full time? For the past decade, more than a decade now. A decade. Wow. Wow. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's great. I mean, it's something that I think so many people are looking for their life's purpose and they feel like they never get there. Um, and yet, isn't it sometimes it's always calling to us, but we're afraid to take the steps to face it. Absolutely. There's that there's, we're afraid to take it, but also what I found is so many of us, we, we, we do so, so much overthinking, you know, we think about it this way, then we have to think about it that way. Then we want some other sign, then we want another sign, then we want some other confirmation Mm -hmm. and then. You know, then we think about it and then we start to question it. And then um, as we face the challenges or obstacles along the way, we'll say, well, that can't be it. Because if it was it, then I wouldn't have these challenges. It would go more smoothly. But none of that is true. Um, It it may not go smoothly. It may be rough. You will face opposition. You may face burnout. You know, you may hate it at times, all of these things. But it doesn't mean it's not your calling. You know, what I've learned is that uh, for some people, the slightest inconvenience is a sign for them to stop. You know, it's like the wind blows and it's, oh, that's my sign. It's raining today. That's that's my sign to stop. 
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time, from an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. But no, these are these are moments to to press forward. Right. I mean, it's just life. It is life. Just life happens, and it, nothing's ever perfect. Nor is it meant to be, because isn't it in the struggle? Like that's where the real growth comes from. That's Absolutely. We learn more about ourselves. We find reserves we never knew we have. We find inspiration we never knew we have. Absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. And as you know, it's it's just through those those difficulties that it just makes it so much more meaningful when we are when we do have those breakthroughs. Right. But if it's easily without opposition, it's not as as meaningful. I find it's it's sometimes the the best things are are at times just not getting what we want, so that we can. So something better can come out of us so that we can grow, so that we can really, really, that the diamonds that we all have inside can emerge. Yes, yes, beautifully said, beautifully said. Okay, we're going to take another commercial break. When we come back, um, let's talk a little bit about the response from the book coming out and about the upcoming film. And also, I'd love to talk a little bit about sort of the perhaps somewhat unique challenges that that people in the African-American and African communities have when it comes to spirituality. Because I've had many people who look a lot like myself, you know, talk about spirituality on the show. Um, but I think maybe there are some differences, some some challenges that are very specific to the culture you come from. Sure. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and I do see loyal listener, Patty, uh, uh, listening in on on the youtube live from washington state thank you patty it's always wonderful to see you uh listening in 
And and just a reminder, if you are listening live, please feel free to comment, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube, ask your questions, let me know what you're thinking, and we'll get to all that during the show. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back after this. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So, um, James, you came out with your book a few years ago. What was the initial reaction to the book? It was very, very, very well received. Um, in the first 12 months, when it, uh, the publisher said that the book sold more copies than most books sell in five, six years. Wow. You know, so strong response. So still strong response. Um very, very strong response, uh, huge interest in the book. Now, now you had been making uh, or, or started on the documentary film, I think, before you came out with the book. Th- that's right. That's correct. And so that's still ongoing. So I'm still in the production phase of that film. Yeah. Yes. So how's that going? What, what, uh, it's, and how it's, is the film different from the book? Um, the film differs from the book. And- in, 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 there, there, there are central themes that are similar in the book as well as the film, which is this this journey to complete our life's purpose. So in the film, I'll be taking people to Nigeria, West Africa, okay. as well as through the Caribbean islands of uh, St. Croix, um, Bermuda, Bermuda, and Guadeloupe. Um, so the film will also give um, audiences a, a close-up look at at some of the some of the, the healers and elders I work with in, in Nigeria as well um so there are some some differences and 
some similarities. Mm-hmm. But I would say the the film has a, 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 a narrow, a more narrow focus. Gotcha, gotcha. And and do you have a sense of when you'll probably be completing the film? In about two years, I would say. Two more years. Wow, that's yes. a really long project, huh? <laughs> it is for the better. And so this is again one of those things where I would say this: if I knew uh, what back in two thousand eight that it would take me this long to to work in this project, I would have said no. I'm not. No, mm-hmm. absolutely not. But it's been such a a wonderful growth experience. It it, it really has opened me up. It's the film that I am making now is way better than what I originally envisioned. So it's 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 just an instance of how with time and delays and obstacles, something good comes out of it. Yeah. Um and I, I like to point this out because so many people are starting projects and they're frustrated with delays and which tends to happen more often than not. And it's just it's just part of the, the journey. You know, and it's, it's about trusting that journey and being patient and seeing what just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's all it's all part of the process, right? It, it, it's, 100%. It's, it's life. It's life. It life is never smooth. Never. So I'm curious about you know the 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 unique challenges when you're pursuing a spiritual path as someone whose ancestors come from Africa, someone coming from the Caribbean in, in the community, how is it different from your perspective, from what you see in the, in the Caucasian spiritual community? Um, so, so one of the challenges, uh, for example, in, in, on my journey or, or in my path, right. Um, for people who are looking towards Africa is that Africa has been so demonized because of, of race, historical racism, yeah. that um, even within our, our own communities, there's a resistance to embrace things that, 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 uh, that can benefit us that come from Africa, right. right? And so you find that not only in the diaspora, but you'll find that also in Nigeria, in West Africa. So you'll find that leaders will not say that they're affiliated with anything that's indigenous. They they won't. A political leader will have to say that they're Christian or they're Muslim. They would never, ever say, ever say that they have any connection or respect for anything indigenous. So it's looked down upon, even though, even though these traditions have so much to offer in terms of like healing, mm-hmm. in terms of right. helping us philosophically, even in terms of us having a, a deeper understanding of technology. Uh, one of the things I point out in the book um, is how these same tradition, these same traditions that emerge out of West Africa influenced the history of Western mathematics and also influenced um, digital technology because the binary code that's using digital technology can be the roots of that can be traced all the way back to these traditions. Really? Wow. Yes. Yeah. I think it's really important. We tend to be somewhat myopic in some ways when we look at traditions and history and what serves us. And, and, And I think like 
society as a whole is such a rich tapestry and there's so many colors and there's so many flavors to it that to truly appreciate the richness of life it's about learning to appreciate the all the different cultures all the different traditions that we come from and 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 it's kind of interesting to hear how um you know the the indigenous side of africa is 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 not so accepted because i know in south america recently it, it was sort of a big deal that um i think the president of ecuador recently was someone who was affiliated with in, in indigenous tribes and and in mexico the the current president has has uh uh said he, his own beliefs in in some of the indigenous practices and it was like a really big deal um so even though it's been uh, uh, challenging, do you think that it's starting maybe just ever so slightly to become it more is, acceptable? It is. It is. So it, it is shifting, you know, um, gradually. Uh, there's huge interest in the West. Um, I mean, just across ethnic groups, across races, there's huge interest now in, in, in Africa. And even also, uh, thanks to like blockbuster films like uh black panther recently the woman king yeah um you know these films have made it like cool you know for many more cool and more sexy <laughs> to look at these traditions and as a forward thinking thing to do so there's definitely more more interest um way way more than there was say uh, 20 30 years ago yeah um but yeah mm-hmm yeah, that's interesting. That's interesting. Uh, I'm curious when somebody comes to work with you, mm. is that like um, something that that you find you have to uh, sort of delicately work with them around their sort of biases against? Um, no, traditions? no, and I'll, I'll explain why. And the reason the reason why not so much is because. Um, the beautiful thing about our tradition or people coming is they don't have to, they don't really have to know anything about, they don't have to subscribe to the, the belief. I'm interested, for example, someone co contacts me for, for a consultation. I like to steer them back towards themselves, towards what, what aspect of their life they should be focused on. So it's not, about the tradition it's about the person you know in a sense it's no different from taking it's not the best analogy your car into a, a mechanic a mechanic doesn't care about what your belief system is right, right right a mechanic is looking at your car and you know how do we get this car to perform properly so the same thing here in in my world is how do we get this person to function better so it's not about me it's not about the tradition it's more about so it could be any, anybody from any belief system. How do you, you know, what's holding them back? You know, I could look at their diet, for example. I could look at what's holding them back emotionally. Right. I could look at their relationship. There's so many, I could look at gifts that they may have that they may not be aware of. So it, that's, that's what's so beautiful about it. So it's not, you know, um, so I, I don't feel so much of a, a, a tension there right. as when people come to me. Right. 
because because it's not about a particular belief it's really about what's going to help the individual exactly and that's my focus okay how do we empower this person what does this person need to know do start doing or stop doing you know um so it's that's the approach that i take i mean for people who do want to know more about the tradition i can but it's not the route that i, I take 95 percent of the time it's about the person and what is it that they're struggling with what do they need help with right 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 beautiful 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 i see a comment on the youtube live from alicia says hi baba listening in from new york enjoying the conversation i'm taking that somebody you know yes she's a a dear friend a special soul yes Uh, you know yes 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 Glad, glad that we can uh, bring her into the conversation. Awesome. All right. So we're going to take our last break of the show. When we come back, um, I'd like to talk a little bit more about how does somebody find their life's purpose? Like how does somebody, even in the middle of challenges, even in the middle of, you know, the, today's post-pandemic world, how do we find our life's purpose? Okay. Sure. Definitely. Awesome. So. Everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we'll be right back to wrap up with our guest, James Weeks, in just a moment. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc, Fridays at noon Eastern, and intangify your business today. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. So, James, we live in a very different world than three, four years ago. When someone comes to you today and is like, I don't know, I feel lost. I don't know what my life's purpose is. I I, I don't know what I should be doing with my life. How do you help them with that? Well, I, I think number one is 
we would want to start with well, what do they feel drawn to um, naturally what 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 occupies their mind that's one of the the areas where we want to start because that's where we're being led um and so one of the things I, I always suggest when I'm working with people is developing some type of spiritual practice because that helps us become more receptive to messages that are coming from us, right? And without, you know, some type of spiritual practice, we, 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 we tend to stay in confusion land longer than we should, right. you know? So I would, I feel it's important to start with, with where we feel led, you know, also um, what type of help do people come to us for? Um, what are they, when people come to us for help, what exactly are we helping them with? I think it's important to start there. Um, but I also feel that um, that throughout life, we're always being trained for, for the purpose that's unfolding. Um, so in my mid-20s, I worked at um, a newspaper in the Virgin Islands. Mm -hmm. um, as a journalist writing articles. And I didn't know at that time that that, that work would be used today to write the book, right. you know, right. because it wasn't, when I came to the United States, it wasn't, you know, I didn't end up staying in the same field. But that thing that I did a long time ago is playing a role now. Even in my, my past job, so I used to work for a uh, Fortune 500 company. I did customer service for more than 10 years, mm. talking to people all day long about issues with products and things. Even that training is being used now in, in, in what I do here, working with people. So I feel that as we go through life, um, we're constantly being trained either to enhance the, the purpose or to move or to pivot in different directions. Um, so I, I look at, for example, as being in the financial space as an extension of being a healer. I'm, I'm now bringing uh, attempting to bring financial healing, for example. Mm -hmm. But is financial healing different from spiritual healing? Uh, to me, they're different manifestations of the same thing. They're, they're, they're both necessary. So that's what I would say, uh, being open to how we feel led, but not questioning it too much. And then also uh, realizing that we're not cogs in a machine. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we can pivot. You know, part of my, my purpose was to be not only a husband, but to be a father. So if I wasn't a father, well, I'd probably, I wouldn't have had that experience with my son, which might not have led me right. to West Africa. So, so all of these things are, are, are connected. And so sometimes when people think about purpose, I think they're thinking about it in, 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 in such a narrow way. Yeah. When yeah. it doesn't have to be, you know, what are you interested in? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, we're not like, what, yeah, yeah, what, what, what calls to us? Yeah. Ex exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. 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 <laughs> I'm curious, when people come to you for a consultation these days, are, are they coming with different issues than they have in the past, you know, in the last two, three years, or is it still no. pretty much the same? No, not so much. And because human beings are human beings, right? they're right. going to be struggling with relationships, you know, right. they're going to be having some type of emotional turmoil. Um they're likely to have some type of financial issue going on. They're likely to have some type of career issue going on. They're looking for love. They're looking for purpose. 
So it doesn't matter whether it's COVID going on, doesn't matter if there's a, a war in Ukraine going on, doesn't matter if Trump's in office, yeah. Biden's out of office. There are certain struggles that are just the, the human journey that will, so we see different, um, you know, manifestations, the same thing. There'll be health concerns, mm. right? So those things don't, don't vary that much, mm. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, people are people, life is life. It, it continues on. Yes, yeah. I'm curious, you know, a lot of people these days are, are a little more depressed, a little more stressed out because there's so many like big challenges yes. that we're facing with the environment, with the political environment, with war, with um, all kinds of things going on within society. I'm curious, are you more optimistic or pessimistic about the future or or are you more kind of the middle of the road i mean how do you do, do you feel better about like where things are going or do you have like concerns i'm always optimistic but i have concerns but why am i always optimistic well because because i know i know better you know i know that for all of these crises that are going on that will always go on there's always the other side that's happening simultaneously there are people every day that go out of the way to help other people. Yeah. There are miracles that happen every single day on planet Earth. Someone is being healed, healed every single day on planet Earth. Someone is being transformed somewhere yeah. on planet Earth every single day. Every single day on planet Earth, someone falls in love without exception. Every single day, someone is celebrating the birth of a, a child somewhere. And so there's all there's this there's this other narrative that's always there. It, it must be. And so when I think about my own challenges or challenges in the world, one of the things that I do is I like to imagine that I'm at the beach. And then when I'm at the beach, I'm looking at the waves coming. I, that I'm looking at the waves that ebb. I'm looking at the waves that flow. Just. This, this, this is life, this continuous journey. There, there, there will always be light. There will always be darkness. There'll be dark. Will darkness continue? I guarantee you it will. But will light continue? Yes. Will love continue? Yes. You know, and so the present condition of any challenge that we have doesn't mean it, that will continue indefinitely. No. Um, there can be a shift. So, I move toward the space of optimism. I move toward the space of what I can do. I move towards what I love and I move towards who I love. And the rest, I do what I can, but I don't, I can't drown myself in every issue. And I just can't, and I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take a nap, to be honest. I'm going to have a cup of coffee, if I, I, I think we we have. I, my position is this: this life we have, let's celebrate it. Yeah. yeah. Let's. I mean, let's celebrate it. I mean, for what it is, doesn't have to be perfect. You know, when I was in I was in Bermuda recently, and this uh, one of my clients, he, he 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 made a statement. He said, "Even a cracked calabash carries water," and I, I just love that so much. It's a cracked calabash, but it still carries water. Yeah. So even with all of these imperfect whatever you know the human challenges just just we can all carry water or we can carry more water so for me it's optimism beautiful
Beautiful. Patty on the on the YouTube says amen to that. Yes. So beautiful. All right. Listen, James, we, we have to close up the show. If any of our listeners would like to learn more about you, get in touch with you, how would they find you? Um, well, they can reach me at uh, my, my website, acrossthekingsriver.com. They can also call me. My phone number is 510-388-5500. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty findable. James Weeks, acrossthekingsriver.com, and I'll be happy to work with them. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, James, thank you again. I truly appreciate you taking the time to come on my show today. It's been wonderful having a conversation with you. And uh, next time I'm on the West Coast, I'm in the San Francisco Bay Area. We'll definitely have to get together. And oh, definitely. I'd like that. Thank you so much. Together or something. And if you come to New York, you got to look me up. Okay. I will. I definitely will. Thank you. Wonderful. (laughs) Wonderful. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners, for tuning in every week. It is such an honor for you to share your time with me. I truly appreciate it. Coming up next week, we have another wonderful guest um, uh, also talking about a different spiritual tradition. And so make sure you, you tune in as we always do. And of course, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc, or you can catch the recordings on all of the podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, anywhere you find podcasts, we're there, even Amazon Music. So make sure to catch us there. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you all next week. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. What really drives success in business? Introducing Intangify, the show that explores the intangible assets that create value and growth. I'm Matthew Asbell, your host and an attorney focused on innovation. Join me Fridays at noon Eastern to discover how innovation, culture, and other intangibles shape driving companies from startups to established businesses. We'll share strategies to unleash your business's true potential. Tune in live on talkradio.nyc Fridays at noon Eastern and Intangify your business today. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? 
Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.